This episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page Homeschool Curriculum, How Children Want to Learn. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast, episode number 33. In this episode, enjoy part two of the mom's interview with Deborah Marcus, author of The Bitter Homeschooler's Wishlist. <laughs> Honey, where's my glasses? Mom, can I have a drink? Why is the dog wearing a tutu? Where are my shoes? Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge? I'm hungry. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And And we're we're the the Savvy savvy Homeschool Moms. So what's the time code to skip to the end of our chit-chat this week, Tina? 16 minutes, 33 seconds. And how have you been since we recorded earlier this month? Oh, well, pretty good. Just trucking along with my purging and cleaning. I've actually done pretty darn good. I started off by uh, blogging about it, and I petered out on the blogging, but the cleaning is still happening. (laughs) So I've been, like, going crazy cleaning and and purging and reorganizing, and my husband keeps going, what the heck is happening to our house? (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually, for the most part, staying on track. Just in the last week or so, I got off track quite a bit, but I'm not super worried because I'm getting back on track again, too, because I'm doing just like I said I would. I'm Next day, I just start from scratch again, whatever I have scheduled, and I'll catch up on the other stuff later. So, right. so for me, um, even though I'm not perfectly on schedule, for me, this is, like, wonderful. <laughs> it's, like, huge. <laughs> so I, my house is actually coming along very nicely. Yay. I'm very excited. Life's gotten, getting in the way a little bit here and there, so I've there's been things that have happened that I just can't clean that day, but... Um, yeah, but for the most part, I'm staying on track, so still moving forward, and I am awesome. going to get back to blogging about it, too. I, I, I've i been blogging about it on homeschoolrealm.com, and I have pictures still, mostly. Last week, I didn't take so many pictures, but I did take a lot of pictures earlier, and then I started getting to the point where I'm like, do they really need to see before and after pictures of my bathroom walls? You know, like people don't need to see the mold and then post mold, you know? Right. <laughs> Once the mold is gone, you're like, I don't know that everybody really cares about seeing all that stuff. So I haven't been taking quite so much this last week. But anyway, um, trying to find things to entertain the kiddos while I'm doing all this cleaning, though, has proven quite frustrating because um, everybody else seems to be busy. It's funny how summer hits and then everybody gets really busy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read other people's uh, Facebook messages talking about, oh, yay, summer, relaxing time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> this is my catch-up time. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, just trying to find stuff to keep the kids entertained has been proven quite difficult but uh and entirely too much screen time is happening but i'm like whatever it's summer <laughs> that happens in the summer exactly that's how i look at it no think of like when i was growing up all summer long we spent in front of the tv pretty much yeah <laughs> I mean, depending on where we were living uh yeah we pretty much were in front of the tv most of the summer well i guess we did play outside a lot too but depending on where we were living and how hot it got there but anyway so let's see what else um oh still working on Tieran's eighth birthday extravaganza mm-hmm. that's really coming along nicely he has the mad scientist theme this year so that's taking up a lot of my time and energy as well as i have to try and order the things that need to be ordered uh, stop time to order so that'll be really fun though i'm excited because i hired the discovery center to come out and do their weird science pro- uh weird yeah weird science presentation which is like they do something with dry ice and then something with um what's vinegar and baking soda and then they do some do a flubber th- uh, experiment with flubber. So that's going to be really fun. Yay. I'm looking forward to that. That's an hour long presentation. I'm happy about that. That's a whole hour. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to have other activities for when they arrive and such. But for the most part, the main stress is off of me, which I like. So, uh, I've also been getting lots of client work done, which is really fun. I actually really enjoy it. Um, I don't know if people who are new to the show, they might not realize I do webmaster work. So I actually have two clients right now that every week I'm doing updates and um, posting pictures and that kind of thing to their website. So that's really fun. I enjoy doing that. Pretty mm-hmm. simple for me. And they're not very um, 
web savvy or not website savvy at least so it's not simple for them so they pay me to do it and i love it it's great <laughs> i'm actually making a little bit of money <laughs> very exciting i have a new client right now that has um, a whole lot of work that i've been doing for her recently so that's been that's been taking up a lot of my time which like i said i love it it's it's enjoyable to me so i really i'm really having fun with it um let's see um oh and last but not least um Tieran has learned to ride a two-wheeler finally awesome <laughs> very exciting he last year he was fully capable of doing it sooner but he didn't want to so I didn't push him and uh last year he tried it a little bit but he crashed a couple times and got discouraged and I was like that's all right we can put the training wheels back on and he just didn't really want to try it anymore and then it got hot and this summer hit and it was getting hot and I don't even remember why we brought them out at one. Oh, because we had all the, we've been having all this great weather. So we've been bringing the bikes out and, uh, and I'm like, why don't we take off the training wheels? And so we did and he tried it and he figured it out immediately. And now he's riding all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, a neighbor whose driveway comes right up against ours. And it's like a, it's a circular driveway. It's like a half circle and ours isn't very big. So, um, he, I asked permission from them, and they said he can ride in there. So he goes down our driveway, loops around, goes up and around their driveway, and comes back and just keeps doing ba- going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> so he just like he went from like wobbly to pro in like five minutes flat. It was insane. I'm like, I knew, I knew if he waited until he was older and more mature, his muscles were more mature, and his and he was just braver. Then I knew he'd pick it up in no time, and he did. So awesome! It's very exciting. So what have you guys been up to? Well, I had, you know, the best laid plans of mice and men. I, I had, <laughs> I had our summer all planned out what we were going to do for schoolwork wise. And oh, we've gotten hardly anything done. And I, I, that I have to say it's mostly my fault. I've been, I've had a couple of migraines. Oh, yeah. And then this past week, um, my, um, friend, uh, our friend, I should say, went to Israel and, uh, to visit. And, oh, yeah. uh-huh. um, I've been helping taking care of her son. And one would think that, you know, just taking care of one extra child shouldn't really mess everything up that much. But really, <sighs> it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this kid, uh, he's fantastic. Love him to death. But he goes to bed way earlier than my kids, which means, of course, he wakes up way <laughs> earlier than my kids. And by the time my kids wake up, all I want is a nap. I'm oh, like, I've been awake for three hours. I'm exhausted, <laughs> you know. So um, that kind of ate into our school time and everything. So hopefully next week we can get back on track with um, getting our schoolwork uh, going. <laughs> and because uh, I really, really, really want to get the um, fifth grade math done uh, this summer so that we can start oh, right. sixth grade with sixth grade math. Not to mention the fact that Jack is supposed to be reading the consonant vowel consonant books by November and we're not quite there yet. Though I have to say, um, I'm going to skip down to one. I had it third on my list, but I'm going to say it now because it, it, actually, I don't even have it on the list. Huh? Um, <laughs> Today was the Friends of the Library book sale at the Gillis Library, which is oh, the right. library that we go to most of the time. And we were over there, and we're looking through all the children's books. And um, you had given me a set of Bob books, the first oh, uh, right. the first set, and one of them was missing. And um, Jack is going, Mom, Mom, Mom. And I'm like, what, what, what? And I turn around, and there's a girl holding the Bob book that we're missing. Oh, funny. And um, I said, um, are, are you going to buy that book? Because she was kind of like a... She wasn't really a teenager, like a like a preteen, you know. Yeah. And she was like, "No, I was just holding it because I'm I'm here to read books to the kids that are coming to the book sale." And I said, "So can I have that one?" So <laughs> we got the missing Bob book. Yay! How Yay! Exciting. I don't know, we, yeah, I don't know where that thing disappeared to. We have the whole first series now, and it was all because of Jack. He happened to see it while we were there, and, and he um, happened to remember that was the missing one. And he happened to remember that was the missing one. Wow! Exactly. Awesome. So that was cool. And we got, uh, it was $5 bag day. So we got like a huge bag full of books. We got like craft books and awesome. chapter books. And I got a really great book about evolution. You know, brown paper bag books. Do you remember those? No. Oh, those are fantastic educational books. They had like I Hate Math and a couple other ones. I got oh, one neat. of those for Earth Science. Mm-hmm. And Danielle got a book that's completely written in Japanese that I just really want to cut up and use into a project. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think she's going to let me because she oh. just likes it. She can't read it, but she thinks it's cool. So, um, so that was awesome. And speaking of the library, um, I got a call a 
couple weeks. Actually, on the same day, I think I got two call, uh, two messages. I got the first message was from the library, and they were asking if the children and I would come in and help film a PSA for them, and um, which was quite shocking. I had no idea that you know anyone. Well, Jack has been a minor celebrity on the on the yeah. library website for a while, and um, so they asked if we would come in and film a PSA for them. Which we did. And then on that same day, I got the call from the Huffington Post wanting me to come on to the Huffington Post Live, which unfortunately I wasn't able to do because I had a migraine that day. And I would have looked terrible as one of those little talking heads on the Huffington Post Live screen. But I still am kind of kicking myself that I didn't do it because I think it would have been really awesome to be on there with Dr. Jay Gordon and everything. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, so Tuesday of this last week, we went into a local um, TV studio, the CMAX studio, which I don't know if you know about that, but it's this really awesome studio space where if you're a member you can, and you're a nonprofit, in fact, they asked if we wanted to come and do it for Savvy Homeschool Moms, um, yeah. you can you become a member and then you can sign up for studio time and there are cameras and the green screens and the lights and the everything is there oh, for you. Oh, yeah. So um, I said uh, probably not because we our, our <laughs> listeners prefer to just listen to us as opposed to yeah. look at us. I'm not interested in video. <laughs> yeah, I, I did find that uh, it's much easier to talk when people can't see me. Well, absolutely. You don't um, have to worry I, about what you look like. <laughs> exactly. And I spent like the whole time wondering what I was doing with my hands. Am I, am I looking the right direction? Because like uh, the girl who was interviewing me for the PSA wasn't on camera with me. She was off camera because I'm going to oh. edit. They're going to edit her questions out and just use my answers for the oh, for the video. I see. And um, it was like, am I looking in the right place? So I hope I don't look like a goof. And yeah. yeah. So come July 15th or 16th when it's up, uh, it's going to be up on the website. Um, I will share it with the yeah. Savvy Homeschool Moms audience. And you all can see what I look like while I'm yeah. talking. And you'll get to see Danielle as well because Jack, did not choose to be on camera, but Danielle was on camera, and they were very impressed with her um, ability to speak and everything. And very cool. So, yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. Also, speaking of the library, gosh, we're very library-oriented today. <laughs> um, the summer reading program started at our library on Saturday, and um, we're done already. <laughs> 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 Danielle literally read like five of those magic fairy books in a day. Oh, wow. Well, that's yeah. not hard to do. <laughs> it's really not. It's not. But that's like the most I think that she's ever read in one day ever. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of awesome. Um, we haven't actually gone to get our prizes yet, though, because I went to go on Friday and they were already closed by the time we made it out of the house. So They have a limit to the amount of books? Uh or what? you only get a prize for... How does it work? I'm trying to remember. Oh, we did it you, before, but I forget. Like, you get a prize after the first three books, then you get another prize after the next three, and then another prize after the next three, or something like that. And I think it's up to nine that you get credit for. And then after you read all nine, you take the whole... Th- you give them the whole thing, and you go into the drawing. They're giving away a Kindle Fire. Oh, okay. So she read nine books total, then? Already, yes. Wow. Cool. Yeah. And Jack, she, her and Jack were sitting on the couch, and she was reading books to Jack, too. So. Nice. But the books she was reading to Jack, you know, were like, I am a crane operator, and things <laughs> like that. So, yeah, yeah, so they're all completely done with it. We just have to go in and collect our prizes. And I haven't even signed mine up yet. <laughs> but mine are still reading, though, so. <laughs> that's good. And I'm participating in the adult um, summer reading program as well. And last for us, our um, speech and occupational therapy are all completely done for the summer. Oh, wow. Yeah, so hopefully in the fall I'll get a better schedule. This is what I was talking to our, our mutual friend Lex about, you know, uh-huh. between between having school at the um, charter two days a week and then having therapy. It's like, you know, do you put therapy on the same days or do you, because you got to oh, have right. some time somewhere to do school work right. in there. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure out that for fall but um we'll have all to choose yeah i can choose when when we go in oh that's good yeah no they've always been really um super um flexible as far as when we come in because like i tell them jack will not work in the morning don't even bother to schedule before noon because you he will literally he won't do anything yeah and um and so they're always really good about getting us in on the afternoon and on the days that we want and everything. So I do have a choice as to when we go in. I just don't know. I mean, if he goes to school all day and then if I take him to therapy, is he going to be too exhausted? Or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I have so many things I have to think about for fall. Yeah. And, 
and in addition, we're going to get all new therapists because the uh, the place we go to, they have, you know, full-time therapists, but there's only a few of them. Most of the therapists there are doing their internships or they're, you know, they're serving out their hours that they have to do. I guess that's an internship, right? I think so. And then you go work someplace, but you don't really want to be working there. You have to because you have to serve oh. a certain amount of hours to get your degree. That's yeah, what something they're doing. like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're doing. Though I'm hoping we ha- we've been seeing this one therapist. Her name is Courtney, the occupational therapist, and I absolutely adore her. She's hilariously funny, and she works really well with Jack. And I think she's a full timer. So I'm hoping we can get her for next fall. But our speech therapist, unfortunately, he's gone. He graduated, and and he's off uh, into the great big wide world. And um, so we're going to have to get new ones for fall. And I'm a little nervous about that too. But yeah. Uh, but it was really the, the, they got us really well set up for summer, you know, um, both of them have given me homework on what I need to do over the summer to keep, uh, Jack from backsliding and, um, we all set up with, uh, like a speech therapist and I had a, a whole long discussion about, um, what apps to use over the summer and everything with Jack. Like he gave me some ideas that I hadn't even thought of because I, when I go look for apps, I search for speech therapy or articulation and he was like, oh no, no, if you go in here, cause he's having a problem right now with irregular verbs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he says, um, Danielle is going to draw a picture. Danielle drawed a picture. Oh, right. Which isn't that unusual for his age, but he does it, like, way more than a kid his age would normally do. Uh-huh. And so, um, like, and he went in and he was like, well, there's this happened, this happened. I never even knew they existed. So that's kind of awesome. Cool. And so we've got our, that's the other thing I'm supposed to be doing in addition to trying to get the math done is, and the reading done is trying to get the articulation stuff done, you know. And then the occupational therapist too gave us a whole bunch of homework. Oh, (laughs) jeez. But it's good. We don't want him to backslide over the summer, you know. Right, right. It's really important that, that he not go backwards over the summer, so. Yep. But I have to say, I was super happy when you mentioned the fact that he sounded more like you could understand him better. When yeah, he- when we just did that recording for the intro, yeah, his, his speech sounded more clear. Yes! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> that always makes me happy to hear. Yeah. So one thing we wanted to share with our listeners today was that we are talking about interviews for over the summer. And Becky and I were thinking that it might be really fun, and plus we've had at least one request for this, um, to do some day-in-the-life interviews. And so anybody out there who feels like you would like to do a brief um, talk with us, it's nothing scary, don't worry, we're not going <laughs> to yeah. pose all kinds of complicated questions. Basically, just kind of, if you feel like you have kind of a typical day, or I, I know most of us don't really have a typical day, but some of us have kind of an idea, or maybe your ideal typical day. Yeah, maybe we have a dream of what we think our <laughs> ideal day to be, and you're more than welcome to share that, you know, even exactly. though it's never happened. Right. But, it, but you know, maybe parts of it have happened before. <laughs> right, but just on the right order or all on the same day. <laughs> just to kind of give, uh, uh, the idea being that we're going to give, if we can get people to do this, we'll have multiple people, hopefully a bunch of different people over the summer, just like 10, 15 minutes, nothing long. I mean, shorter if you want it. It doesn't really matter. Um, and uh, And just talk about what your day looks like. If you're interested in doing that, give us a, drop us an email at moms at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com and uh just let us know i mean like i said it's not going to be scary at all <laughs> it's super simple let me let me tell you how we do interviews yeah. really quick while we're you know while we're here um we skype with you at a time that is convenient with you no video don't worry about it you don't even have yeah. to take you don't even have to change out of your pajamas yeah or anything and um we send you the questions beforehand so that you can look them over think about your answers and if at any point during the interview you say something you didn't like or you misspeak or anything like that you say wait 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 can we do that again and we do it again and then tina works her magic and edits (laughs) it all together so we sound coherent yep Yep. so it's not it's really very low-key it's very um low stress but um we really appreciate it if we could get a couple of you guys on here and plus you're our listeners you know people want to you're the ones that help us make this show what it is and so you know it'd be nice to be able to recognize a few of you by interviewing you on the show yeah we'd love to get some of you guys on here so drop us a line and let us know and um and if you or if you know somebody that would like to do it that would be great too yep and now is the time when we like to give a little bit of recognition to our sponsors 
This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects and activities, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVYMOMS for free shipping on your next order. Do you remember what it's like to be an adolescent? Postcards from Youth needs youth photographers' images and words to participate in the conversation. If you have children aged 11 to 17, we invite you to have them submit photos they have taken of their surroundings, family, friends, community, interests, and concerns to our website, postcardsfromyouth.com. And now we are going to share with you the second half of our interview with Deborah Marcus, a.k.a. The Bitter Homeschooler, right now. Go! <laughs> so you have a cookbook. <laughs> it's making me hungry thinking about it. <laughs> the yeah. Bitter Homeschoolers Chocolate Cookbook. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Tell us about the cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was another one that I really hammered out fairly quickly, but I did have, um, I had been um, a, uh, uh, a columnist for an online site that she it's it's awesome it's called bella online and it's it's still a terrific site and they were Mm -hmm. super duper nice to me and um i basically was just in it for the free chocolate and that was really cool (laughs) and well basically people would every once in a while like i mean it was so random like it wasn't that they paid in chocolate because wow okay no that it was that our i mean like like uh chocolate companies would find out about me and like mail me something i'd be like oh my god seriously like (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas in August, okay? Yup. Or, like, I learned, and it took me a while because I'm dumb, but, like, I learned that it turns out that if you contact a chocolate company and say, I write a regular column online, here's a link if you want to see it, can you send me some samples so I can review your product? The worst thing that they'll say is no, and they often say yes. We've had that experience with curriculum, which isn't quite as tasty, but... (laughs) Yeah, it's... it's, But it doesn't melt as easily, so there you go. There you go. (laughs) Especially in August, but yeah, so... So yeah, I finally figured out, you know, so I reviewed a lot, but I also had to write a lot of recipes, which I had never done, and... You know, first I was kind of like, I'm not a cookbook writer, you know, like, mm-hmm. but, but then I'm like, oh, I guess maybe I am, you know, and so, and it, you know, it turns out that nobody expects you to completely come up with a cake recipe that is not based on butter and sugar and flour and, you know, like, oh, it turns out, you know, you don't have to completely make this up. You have to do, you know, whatever you would be doing with this. So, you know, so I really got into it and started tinkering with, you know, with other people's stuff where I sat down and went, you know, it'd be good, you know, and like. That was fun. That's where my, my truffle recipe came from. Oh, and that's where my, um, you know those, those lava cakes, those chocolate lava cakes? Uh-huh. And you buy them, and they like you. They say, okay, bake them, but just bake them for a little while, because if you bake them any longer, it won't be chocolate lava. It'll just be co- chocolate cake. Like, that's a bad thing. But it's, you know, you <laughs> melty bit in the middle. And okay. I was really, you've never had that? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Sounds I'm wonderful, so though. Yeah. Yeah, basically what it is, is it, it's a chocolate cake, and then in the middle, it's molten chocolate. Oh. Mm. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but here's the thing, is um, most of, like, you can buy it in a mix, or you can, like, go to a really fancy schnancy restaurant and, you know, and get it if you can find it. And But if you do the mix, they caution you that basically you're just leaving the cake raw in the middle. Oh, right. Which all of a sudden doesn't sound nearly as good, right? Yeah. Right. So I was like, you know, no. And I came up with this recipe that basically is, okay, chocolate cake. Yeah, we got that covered. Okay. And you stick a truffle in the middle. Mm. And so what you're eating is not raw chocolate cake batter, which is really not, you know, a description of heavenliness. It's a flipping melted truffle in your cake. Okay. Uh, oh, no, now I'm hungry. Yeah. And so stuff like that. And, you know, and so uh, this was fun. And then it was like, I think it was November. And I was like, 
we should do something for the holidays. Let's make a cookbook, you know, because, like, <laughs> like, you know, and again, I was like, okay, you guys have to go out for, like, five days, okay? Just leave me some food and then go. I'm going to be writing. It's going to be all chocolate, you know. And it was really, you know, and, and I'd actually, I had a great time working that chocolate gig, by the way. And I, the reason I left that, ironically, was not so much my health but my husband because I found it increasingly difficult to tinker with new chocolate recipes Living with somebody who is so allergic to chocolate that if he's in the same house that it's baking in, he'll go into the anaphylactic, oh. I can't breathe, my tongue is swelling up, where's my EpiPen? I'm like, oh, God, you are such a killjoy. So, <laughs> it's like, I know, right? You know, what a drag. So, um, you know, secondly, oh, my God. And so, by the way, you know, okay, me, married to that. I swear, like, okay, he goes, he takes our son out, like, just one day a week. It's like, just go, you guys go, you know. And so, okay, so they go. And, and like... I have to time, like, baking brownies or a cake or something, which for me is, you know, necessary. And, like, if you heard me on the phone, it's like, yeah, okay, what, what time are you coming home? Yeah, no, you can't come home now. No, no, just <laughs> do not come home for at least, like, another hour, okay? No, I have, no, you just, if you come home, you will not be happy, okay? You, no, and it's, like, just basically because I don't want to kill him because I just baked the best brownies. And I feel like, air out the house completely but it's like i'm carrying on this tour at a fair you know and so it's just really sad and so you know so i would you know time the brownies carefully and people be like oh come over tomorrow and bring some brownies i'm like oh no my husband's home i can't you know and so it's like it's really sad but it's you know so i couldn't really test run these recipes very very much but i already had so that was good because you know he would just like leave and i would just like frantically do chocolate things like all day which you know is every bit as much fun as it sounds actually so you know except yeah. it was really pressure because holy cow i had to write one column a week for this thing and like you know figure out this recipe for the amazing like you know the lava cake or whatever i'm like if it didn't work like that's it you know it really couldn't be like hey do you mind, like i don't know holding your breath for a couple of hours while i try this recipe out you know <laughs> no that's just that was it there's no you know Mulligan or whatever you call it. I don't, is that the word where it's a do-over in golf? Why am I even using that? I don't play golf. Golf? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. But anyway, so, you know, so I already have these recipes, and I just kind of threw them together with some humor columns, actually, that I had done for the aforementioned online magazine, where the editor was really cool and just pretty much let me write about whatever I wanted, which it turned out was, you know, chocolate a decent amount of the time. So, you know, so I had some humor pieces and I had some, you know, actual recipes, but, um, you know, and I just, like, wove it all together and, and tried to make it work. And, and, you know, and to me, yeah, it was about homeschooling because, well, that's how I get through the day, you know, and I'm a homeschooler, so, you know, it's like, <laughs> It's for it's for homeschoolers and it's chocolate. Fine, yeah. you know. So I don't know if you can go with that premise. Clearly, this is the book for you, you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not not whatever. I'm not here to judge, you know. But so, <laughs> yeah. but the recipes have been extensively tested because you know once I knew I got them down, you know, it's like pretty much it's like the second my husband leaves the house, it's like what makes me chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. Yeah, I think so. Thank you. And now from chocolate to relatives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, that just doesn't flow. <laughs> oh, not really, because they, well, they give me chocolate. <laughs> well, yeah, the, um, don't worry, yeah. <laughs> a guide, don't worry, a guide for relatives and friends of homeschoolers. For those of you who have not, are not familiar with it, is this a book, it's a book or a booklet? It's a book. A book. It's, okay. it's about a hundred pages. Oh, okay. So it's definitely not a pamphlet because I don't. I'm sure your listeners will be shocked to hear this, but I talk a lot, and so <laughs> I type a lot, and so yeah. So, um, yeah, I just kind of felt like it wasn't really out there, um, and so I, I really I wanted to do that. Um, there actually there was a local one, um, and I say that I know that sounds weird, but my uh, our statewide uh, local homeschooling group uh, puts out a, a pamphlet. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's great, but really, it's it's oriented to unschooling um, homeschoolers. It really is. And, oh. you know, I was reading this going, like, wait, what about the part where you blah, blah, blah? And it pretty much is, like, saying, like, no, the, the your grandchild. Oh, and it's specifically, it says it's for grandparents. which And it's adorable and it's sweet. If you're the grandparent of an unschooler, this is the book for you. Right. But if you're the aunt of an eclectic homeschooler or the, you know, like, more of a school at home or a, you know, like 
somebody, you know, maybe one of their kids is being homeschooled and one of them is in the local school because they want to do the sports thing. It's like, you know, okay, this is not really doing it for them. And so I really, and I remember the first time I wrote it, um, I, you know, I sat down and I was writing this. I'm like, okay, and let's go over all the issues and all the questions and the things that they'll have. And I like wrote this thing and I, I, was feeling so, like, way too proud of myself, way patting myself on the back, which is always a bad sign. Uh, (laughs) It's, you know, and so, and I gave it to a friend of mine to read. I gave it to a few friends. And the problem with giving it to your friends is they're going to be like, yeah, it's great. Where's the chocolate? You know, so, like, (laughs) um, you know, pretty predictable, right? And so I gave it to this one friend of mine, and she, you know, she it was at a park day, and she was off, you know, kind of quietly, walking, you know, like, in the, it was, I don't know why I have such a vivid picture of this very thoughtful-looking woman, like, walking among the, the green grass at the park, day, like, looking at my book and looking very serious, <laughs> and, which is weird, because I had really written it in the tone of the bitter homeschoolers' wish list, and I'm like, she looks really serious, what is wrong here? Does she <laughs> read? I don't know if she can read, okay, so, and she came back, and, like, what she did was the most amazing thing that anybody can do for any writer friend, and I really, I mean this, and, like, if you have writer friends, or if you are a writer friend, I don't know, you know, this is the biggest favor anybody can do, and I don't know that many people who could have done this, but she read this, and she's like, you know, it's really, you know, it's well written, don't get me wrong, and I, wrong, and I really, I thought it was really funny, and this bit was, you know, really, really good, but, you know, if, if I gave this, like, to my grandmother, you know, or my aunt, or something, I mean, I, I think they would just be put off homeschooling, like, for life. I think they would feel really defensive and, and just kind of upset. Hmm. And I read this, and I'm like, oh, crap, she is totally right. And I just, and I realized that I just had come to this with this, you know, like I said, it was it was basically the bitter homeschoolers wish list in <laughs> length form, forgetting that, you know, that's great if you're a homeschooler and these are the in-jokes and you're like, you know, laughing about, oh, those wacky, wacky, not homeschoolers who, you know, don't understand why they're so wacky, you know. But for somebody who, this is a really new concept, and it's scary. And you really are kind of worried that your grandkids, I don't know, won't be able to go to college, or that, you know, your kid is homeschooling their kids, and what about, like, what about her life? You know, which was actually a big deal for a lot of friends of mine, because, you know, it mostly still is the female parent who's the primary homeschooler. In, in most mm-hmm. families, that is the case. I know several fathers who are the primary homeschoolers. They are still the minority. There's nothing wrong with that. But the, that means that parents, as in, you know, grandparents of the homeschooled children, are mostly going to be worried about what their daughters' lives are going to, you know, what kind of impact this is going to have on their grown daughter's lives, what kind of career impact this is going to be, you know, is this going to, you know, especially for the previous generations, like, let me get this straight, I worked, you know, and I, I, you know, was a feminist, and I, I, you know, was setting this example, and and then you're, like, throwing your life and your education away to stay at home with your kids and do well, you know, and it's like, these are the people who really needed talking to and who needed to know that it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, get over it. Come on, would you just, uh, oh, really? I've never heard that question before. Really? You know, they didn't need that tone from me, okay? Right. They needed reassuring. They really, really did. And I just, I felt like I had just dodged a bus when my friend, no, I felt like my friend had just grabbed me back just as a bus was about to hit me because I just really had to completely rethink it. And I rewrote the whole thing. I mean, I really pretty wow. much, the only thing I kept was like the table of contents because it was just, it <laughs> was, you know, it was like a book length, bitter homeschooler, which sounds fun, but you no, know, it really, it's, well, it, okay, we'll get to that in a minute, but, um, <laughs> but that's a completely different audience. And so this really is the, no, it's okay. Your grandchildren or your nephews or your nieces or your buddies, you know, they will have the opportunities all the opportunities that they want and need, every bit as much as if they were going to school, you know, and no homeschooling parents aren't throwing their lives away, you know, and, and they, they, um, you know, it really is going to be okay. You know, don't, don't worry. I mean, that really is the title. It really is 
Um, and it, you know, because I know enough people who are homeschooling in a variety of ways, I was able to bring in a lot of different examples, a lot of different anecdotes, not just, this is not a purely theoretical textbook of untried ideas. This really is when I bring up like, you know, how is, you know, my grandchild going to learn this? It's like, okay, well, here's how all these different homeschoolers that I know did this, tackled this issue, you know, where it's like, I mean, even just like, are they going to be able to learn to read? What about higher mathematics? What about this and that? You know, I really was able to tackle this and say, here are six different people, you know, from six different parts of the country doing it, you know, all these different ways. You know, I really was able to introduce the different ways that people homeschool in an, in an anecdotal rather than a, a you know, kind of dry textbook fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and also sketch it out, though. Also say, like, hey, you know, there's, I mean, people really... You know, homeschooling is as different from one homeschooler to another as as parenting is. Mm -hmm, Um, You know, and so when you take it from there, it's like, oh, really? Well, like what? You know, and so, um, you know, but but and it it did still amaze me um, in my own personal experience, which, as I said, has mostly been very positive in this respect. That people really did um, make odd assumptions. Um, when they found out that I was homeschooling, but they didn't tell me. So <laughs> my father-in-law and his wife, um, who are awesome, and I'm not just saying that because they won't hear this interview, but they, <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they might. But um, they are, they're really cool. They're really fun. They're the grandparents that, you know, everybody should have. And, and they're awesome. But, but the, the, the mom, my, my stepmother-in-law, okay, um, <laughs> was, I had to map that out, um, really thought when she first heard that I was homeschooled, okay, this is me, okay, I, I've, I've been out as a, you know, big fat heathen for a really long time, <laughs> she thought that homeschooling equaled, oh my god, she's going all religious on us, and I'm like, no, <laughs> not, not really, um, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not, it's, I mean, I'm not saying that that would be bad if somebody were but uh, really me that's what you think of with it no you know yeah no I mean I really that to me really I would have been slightly less surprised if she had thought that I was going to become a nun because I did grow up Catholic <laughs> and when I was seven I did say I'm going to be a nun when I grow up you know, so at least that would have been based on something okay but you know <laughs> she really did think homeschooling equals religious she's homeschooling oh my gosh she must be going all born again on us. I'm like, not really, you know. And so when I finally, you know, when and it's it's kind of ironic that my biggest problem was that they weren't saying this stuff to me because I couldn't reassure them. <laughs> when I finally found out, I'm like, no, I'm fine. Don't worry about it, you know. So and then her <laughs> husband thought, and I I really feel bad for him for you know the time that he spent thinking this. He really thought that if we homeschooled my son, that that my son would not be able to go to college. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, no, at all, what, no, you know, so, and so I was able to, you know, take those um, and, and incorporate those and then, you know, and, and incorporate other concerns. Um, and this, the book, um, I think, I hope, uh, kind of rides this fine line um, where I'm acknowledging that there are all kinds of homeschoolers out there and there, you know, there are people who are doing it for religious reasons specifically, but there are also people who are religious and also homeschool, and that can be a very different picture. Um, I learned that from editing Secular Homeschooling because I had some subscribers who that was their setup, and that's a really rough gig, I gotta say, because it, if you're a big fat heathen like me, People are like, yeah, whatever, she's a heathen, you know, and so, um, and by heathen, I mean, you know, big fat atheist, unbeliever, whatever, but <laughs> it's like, okay, you know where you are, and people are like, you know, running away or throwing holy water or being cold with it, whatever, you know, but, and if you are somebody who is homeschooling specifically from a religious motivation, as in you have a worldview that would be best fulfilled by a very specifically tailored you know, curriculum idea, whatever, um, mm-hmm. then that's something too. And people, you know, know what they're dealing with there. But if you are religious and you homeschool, most people or many people, both religious and not religious, assume that you are homeschooling for religious reasons. Right. And that mm-hmm. is rough because it's like, you know, I mean, like there are plenty of 
Christians, especially a lot of a lot of my readers are Catholics and Mormons. Huh? Because I know, right? Yeah, They're actually hipper and groovier than you would imagine. I actually encounter <laughs> them a lot. As yeah, okay, I my okay. Look, my big teenage gesture of rebellion was running with the Mormons. So there we go. Yeah, <laughs> they were nice to me. Okay, but um. Look, I had two older sisters, okay? There really wasn't much more rebelling I could do. They had that handled. Short of becoming a nun, I had to, you know, run in the opposite direction. But uh, but, but, no, I mean, like, the, you know, so the, the Catholics and the Mormons, because they kind of don't feel very accepted often by, by mainstream American, oh, right. mm-hmm. you know, Protestant, Christian worldview you know yeah so so even a lot of uh like i had uh, a friend oh it was my my friend who um helped me through the the panic attack of, of filing for my <laughs> first time um she you know was living in hippy dippy groovy uh coastal california and then she moved inland and it was like she had moved to a different country i mean she's like on the one hand oh wow the the rent is so much lower and <laughs> The, you know, and the, and like she's living right next door to homeschoolers. That is awesome. And it's like, oh, it's great. Yeah. She's living right next door to homeschoolers. People in inland California who are homeschooling specifically for religious reasons, who are Protestant and who are telling her kids that they're going to hell. And it's like, okay. Oh. Yeah. She literally, she is one of the most, in her own hippy dippy, cool, groovy way, one of the most devout people I've ever known. And she, did not qualify for her local homeschooling support group because she couldn't sign the, uh, like the, the statement of faith, literacy, statement, yeah, literacy, the statement of faith. Yeah, like not literacy on the, oh, they, they were, yeah, there were, um, Bible literalists and the, the statement of faith was not what she believed, even though she's a total Christian. Right. And so it's like, um, I felt way worse for her because, you know, it's like, okay, I don't know all that many atheists cause we are a minority, but I'm kind of used to not knowing that many atheists and, and people who are religious in my, you know, hippy-dippy, groovy, you know, seaside town, kind of hippy-dippy and groovy with it. And they're like, oh, that's cool. Okay, that's cool. You know, and it's like, okay, fine. I mean, I don't actually talk like that. But they're, you know, they're cool with it. And they, you know, but, you know, so so a lot of, of uh, you know, uh, anyway, you know, I'm not talking about my readers, but a lot of, of people, a lot of families, you know, have these assumptions about what homeschooling really means. And so... You know, so this book was about kind of, um, you know, setting fears to rest and setting stereotypes to rest, which is harder. Um, and, uh, you know, so that was what I was aiming at with that. And thanks to the very good friend who set me down on my butt when it needed doing, it really is a, you know, reassuring guide rather than a, you know, kind of... <laughs> Bitter Homeschooler Guide. So, yeah, it, if you've read The Bitter Homeschooler and you think that that's all that I do, no, no, that's, that's, that's not it, really. It's not, you know, that's not what you want to be giving your relatives And to, yet, you, you do know. still have yes. a book coming out. <laughs> that I do. Excellent segue. We segued. Yes. All right. Woo. All right. So, yeah, I do have that because... You know, I'm. I'm just. I'm not done being bitter. I. I just. <laughs> it's. It's a way of life. It's. it's you don't choose it. It chooses you. And um, yeah. So yeah. So no. I just. I. I really. Um, I have the blog, and I. I don't blog as often as I should because I'm bad. But um, I. You know, I'm still bittering here and there, and I. I really would. I. I think that that's something you know again like an ebook um this is definitely you know a good time for that kind of thing and uh i'd like to collect some of the i'm planning to i should say uh to collect some of the essays from the blog let me tidy them up a little bit you know and uh um and also write some new material um because you know there's always more to be bitter about you know um so you know like uh oh what is it i'm i'm there was uh, one piece that was inspired by. I want to be able to look at this without shutting off Skype. Okay. Um, <laughs> yay! Uh, okay. So uh, it was inspired by an argument that a good friend of mine got on 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 Facebook of all places. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Are bickering there? Really? I can't imagine that. Okay. Um, and so, uh, and it was it was about an online article that had recently come out about um 
about how uh, literally the, the, this woman, uh, and this is this is one of those places where again it's like, oh great, you know, if I'm a secular homeschooler, I uh, people are cool with the secular part, and then some people are cool with the homeschooler part, but it's sometimes really hard to make the two meet. Like this, oh, right. this Facebook page was like called the Secular Woman, mm-hmm. and basically it was like, so yeah, so I'm a secular feminist, so of course I'm anti-homeschooling. I'm like, okay, hold it right there, really. <laughs> No, that's, you know what, I don't want to take that as a given, okay? No, it's it's really, really not. And huh. she literally wrote um, something about how, uh, she posted a link to an article about how homeschooling is, you know, this great way to stay at home and, and beat your kids all day. And I'm like, and she, she prefaced it with the line that, you know, homeschooling is the abuser's dream come true. And I'm like, oh. Oh, are you? And the thing is, and you know, and my friend, you know, was I? I only noticed this because I, I saw you know that like the the stalker ticker on Facebook where you see like what all your friends are doing, and yeah. then they get really upset with you, and then I'm like, what? I was out there. I'm sorry, you know. But I saw that she was like, you know, taking this on. I'm like, oh, I gotta get in there. Come on. But you know, it's like partly it really it just made me so angry that this was still that we're still having this argument seriously really people are still saying such incredibly uninformed absolutely you know ridiculous things i mean yeah okay i actually i found the quote she says like homeschooling with no supervision is an abuser's dream come true and i oh it came down hard okay (laughs) i mean just to give you you know so okay so if if the don't worry book is actually me being sweet and nice you know kind of like no it's okay no, grandma, it's going to be fine. No, they're going to go to college. It's okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, no, I'm still, I'm still feminist. Look, I'm still, I'm doing this. It's okay. No, I'm going to be able to have a career and a life. And I'm like, no, I love you too. Okay. You know, if, if don't <laughs> worry, but is that, that's kind of the tone of the book. The better homeschooler book is um, basically going to be based on the idea that I am writing for and to homeschoolers who are as sick as I am <laughs> of this kind of, and I'm just not holding anything back. Cause you know what? <laughs> I've tried to be nice. First of all, that's a lot of work, okay? No. (laughs) We've talked before. I am lazy, okay? So, but second of all, really, the bittering needs doing um, because people are not getting it. And sometimes nice is just not cutting the mustard, okay? It's... So what I said to her, and believe me, this actually shut the argument down. I'm not trying to brag, you know. But (laughs) um, I said, you know what an abuser's dream come true is... Being able to be alone with a child who's too young to be able to talk or struggle or ask for help. I'm like, oh, that's right. That's what it's called when every parent in the country is able to go home from the hospital alone with their newborn child. Okay, did that just creep you out? Yeah. Did that, okay, did the idea of like, oh, and then the neighbors hear a child screaming and they just smile and say like, oh, the new baby. Okay, Really? Because if you're not going to say that that's an abuser's dream come true and that maybe bringing your baby home and taking care of a child who's too young to be able to communicate their needs, maybe that should be supervised all the time. No, you have to start there, okay? Because, mm-hmm. sorry, no, homeschoolers, there are how many of us now? Give me a break. I, <laughs> and it's exactly. like, so, yeah, I mean, like, really, we're taking over? No, I, I wish. No, we're really not, all right? So definitely taking that on, <laughs> just like, come on. And I mean, not just coming down hard, but coming down disgusted. Because seriously, we, okay, on the one hand, yes, we are still a minority. But seriously, this idea is new to you. This idea of we homeschool, and yes, our kids have like been outside before. This is news to you? No. It's, what is wrong with you? You know, and just the, the, you know, and this woman actually went on to say, like, well, if you've read some of the quiverful stories about women who have escaped, I'm like, oh, so when you talk about people who homeschool, what you mean is a specific group of people with a very specific set of religious beliefs. So what you mean is you want to make Christianity illegal or at least heavily supervised. Really? Because that's where you got to go first, honey. The, 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 you know, the homeschooling was not a, hey, let's homeschool. I'll buy, oh my gosh, I've read like some really good books about it. And let's, uh, no, this is about creepy, whacked out people who are twisting ideas that really ought to be perfectly okay. 
Okay, I don't know if you noticed, but Jesus was actually a really nice guy, and he didn't say anything about, like, you know, keeping your kids in a basement until they're 12 and then marrying them to their uncle. No, that's not. (laughs) All right, so that's just creepy whacked out. That has nothing. That If that has something to do with homeschooling, that has something to do with Christianity. And if you're going to want to make one of them illegal, you better take on the other one. (laughs) So, yeah, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to be, you know, bitter. And... uh, (laughs) But, like, you know, just even, and there will be humor. I mean, there will, because, like, this uh, this friend of my son's, um, I teach science once a week to just a couple of uh, uh, homeschooling friends of my son, just basically to keep me honest, okay? Um, and, you know, we go to their house, and we, you know, do the science stuff, and it's really cool, and then we all have lunch afterwards, and we talk. And she's talking about going to this this group, like, this little, like, really like, really, really way wealthier people than I could ever hang out without without having a total panic attack. Like, this is a charity league. I'm like, oh, my God, you've probably, like, given me stuff, okay? I'm not going here, you know? And so, like, um, you know, so she's, like, there, and she said, and this little girl is, like, you know, she's 14, and she's got this sweet voice, and she's she's really nice, and, and like, she's actually, she's, you know, she is sassy, but she's incredibly polite, so she saves her sassy for home because she's better than I am. But she um, <laughs> she was telling me about, you know, going there and, like, all the, the people found out she was homeschooled. And, like, literally, like, the whisper starts going around the room, like, oh, that's the homeschool girl. You know, it's like, oh, what? Geez. You know? Yes. And finally, like, I know, right? And so finally somebody, like, approaches her and, like, says, oh, so, like, are, like you're, you're homeschooled? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm homeschooled, okay? It's like, well, um, do you, like, have any friends? And, you know, and she was really nice about it. You know, she really, she said something really acceptable. Like, yeah, no, I have friends. I go to all these things. I have, like, you know, I do ballet and I do this and that. But what she said to me was, oh, come on. I'm thinking even hobos have friends. And I'm like, <laughs> Holy crap! And I swear, I think that's when I decided this book needed writing because a fourteen-year-old just said to me, "Use hobos correctly, okay?" There's a hope for the world. <laughs> so, oh my god, hobos! I just yeah, I've never stop being happy. So yeah, so there may be a chapter titled "Even Hobos Have Friends," and you know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> wrong but like okay actually fair warning all right if that kind of thing just made you like want to write me a letter from the you know the defense league (laughs) (laughs) this is really not the book for you okay (laughs) so so you know be warned so uh so yeah there there will be there will be hobos there'll be you know there'll be a lot of bitterness um (laughs) And, uh, they, you know, with, like I said, I'll be pulling together, uh, some of the old material and I, I've written a few new pieces. Um, I'm pretty happy with one of them. It's, it's about like, it's, it's called something really subtle, like socialization, why we hate you when you ask about it. Um, (laughs) and it's like, you know, it's like, okay, look, and again, if you're going to be offended by me saying something like, I totally hate you when you ask me that, I really hope that you die in the elevator of a burning building. It's like, look, if something that's <laughs> you should just go all right just go and i don't mean that you're bad i just mean this is my humor that's how i talk that's how i write that's gonna be in there all right and so you know basically it's it's the um it's it's not the people who are genuinely concerned and really don't get it because they figure well when i was a kid i made friends at school and so you know i think of homeschooling as my life minus school. And it's like, you know, which is not a correct equation. You've started out on a false premise, but they don't know that. And that's fine. Ignorance is curable. Okay. Stupid tends to last. And that's sad. And so (laughs) I'm not talking about the ignorant questions because the ignorant ones really do require patience and a little tact and a little information. And then they're fine with it. I'm talking about the stupid. Okay. I'm talking about the people. They are not asking about socialization. They are telling you, Oh, right. Your child <laughs> is never, ever, ever going to meet anybody ever, and you're being a horribly abusive parent by keeping your child in the basement, you know? No. And so, I mean, uh, they don't say it in quite so many words, but they, well, sometimes, but they, you know. <laughs> and so, like, for the people who are really asking, yeah, it's a valid question. Although, oh, my God, if they could phrase it a little differently, 
if, if you could just find it in your hearts not to say, but what about socialization? Could you, could you be a little creative? Could you say, so where do you, where do you, uh, where do your kids meet other kids? You know, please. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Okay. That would be, be fine. Like, you know, or like, okay, how do you go, how do you keep from going nuts all day? It would be a perfectly valid question because the answer is I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm a parent. There is no such thing. That's, what comes along with having kids, you know, it's like, oh, that's right, I remember that now, yeah, okay, good, all right, so, but for the people who aren't really asking, they're, they're, they're not, they're, they're kind of just telling you, I'm saying, look, when you say, but what about socialization, it's kind of like when the people say to you, um, like, if you're a vegetarian and people say, like, but where do you get your protein? You know, <laughs> seriously, I don't. I died last week, okay? Just like, <laughs> and it's like, you know, or like if somebody has a weird name and you say, like, did your parents make that up? You know, and it's like, <laughs> no, that's actually a perfectly common name in a country that you aren't living in right now. Thank you, you know. Um, you know, I mean, just like the, the, the questions that go along or the statements that go along with being a part of, like, a particular little subset, whatever you are, like, you know, just like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, whether you're a vegetarian, whether, you know, like, uh, oh my God, my son is Mohawk, you know, and he just gets the same questions over and over and over again, you know, and it's like, okay, there's nothing wrong with people asking because it is pretty weird if your hair defies gravity. I get that. <laughs> yes. But the whole, like, there's a difference between saying, wow, how do you, how do you do that? And like saying like, whoa, that's weird. It's like, um, thank you. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. So, you know, so there's a piece where it's like, here's a piece where I've listed so many things that so many different kinds of people hear again and again and again, like the same thing. They always hear it and they're like ready to just smack somebody, you know, and it's like, okay, see, one of these will apply to you and then you'll understand why we get that look on our face when you ask about socialization. Okay. You know, so like, you know, so things like that, um, and, uh, you know, and I'll definitely have um, uh, the piece about why I'm really, really bitter. You know, and it's like, <laughs> I'm not this bitter all the time. I'm actually really, really not. It's just that, like I said, there are already lots and lots of nice, really, really nice homeschoolers out there. And we need a bitter one. Mm -hmm. Because nice isn't working. And we, the homeschoolers need somebody to laugh at. And the non-homeschoolers need to know when they're, they're being rude, okay? When they're not just asking legitimate questions, okay? Somebody who has kids or is thinking about having kids and asks about homeschooling because maybe they're thinking about homeschooling is fine. And if their questions are awkward, I apologize in advance if I kind of go, because I've heard the question 80 times. But that's fine. That's not the same thing as I'm in the, the room with my husband when he's about to go in for an operation we're kind of sitting there going it's okay it'll be okay blah blah and the nurse comes in and notices that my school-aged kid is there and asks about homeschooling and goes down the list of homeschooling questions when she's like 57 she's not homeschooling we're trying to focus on the fact that my husband's about to have surgery here and we're all a little bit stressed out anyway and i really didn't need to hear from you that my yeah. kid won't be going to college and will never socialize thank you you know so this is for the people who need to work on their timing a little bit, you know. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there'll be a there'll be a lot of stuff about that. Um, uh, and let's see, uh, you know, and I'll probably, you know, what I might, I might, I don't know, I might, I might write on my peeps a little bit. I gotta say, you know, because I've, I've done that a little bit. Like I wrote a piece about field trips and organizing a field trip as a homeschooler yeah oh my gosh it's just that. like so much fun yeah <laughs> and so you know and basically it's like no i get to rag on other homeschoolers okay this is not to be taken as blanket permission for the civilian world to rag on us a you right. always do cut it out you know and b this is my group i get to rag on it okay so you know <laughs> um there. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to write about this, but the weirdest remark that I got when I had a little contest about what's the weirdest remark anybody's ever made to you about homeschooling. Uh -huh. You're homeschooling, but what if you die? <laughs> that happened! Okay? <laughs> Somebody actually said that! Somebody thought that! And said that! Oh my really? gosh. I don't know what that means! Yes. That doesn't even make sense! I, I mean... <laughs> 
Where you do have I children. Go? What happens if you die? Exactly. You have plants. <laughs> what happens if you die? I mean, yeah. Look, it's homeschooling. It's not buying a parrot, okay? I mean, <laughs> I, I totally have to use that. All right, I got to write that down. But, um, yeah, so, so yeah, just pretty much, you know, and yeah, if anybody, you know, hearing this is like, oh my God, it would save my life if you were please write about this. You know, it's like, yeah, send it, bring it. That's fine, go ahead. You know, so, <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm definitely looking for the weird. But yeah, I just, you know, but yeah, as you pointed out, it's like, that's not, that's not homeschooling. That's, that's parenting. That's plants. That's whatever, you know. It's so much of this is, guys, seriously, like with the whole homeschooling, that's such a lot of work. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I should have opted for that flavor of, home, of parenting where you don't have to do anything. You just get to like sit back and relax and put your feet up and your kids just like grow. It's so cute. It's like magic. It's like, no, it's parenting. Okay. It's going to be work. This to me is the kind of work I would prefer to dealing with the school system. Other people would rather deal with the school system. That's fine, but there's no such thing as the home, the, the parenting that is the easy one. Right. So, you know, so the, the whole idea of homeschooling being too much work. No, it's just different work. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Know, and so, you know, and so the, you know, and the, the, the dying. Yeah, weirdly enough, um, sending your kid to school does not confer immortality. It would, I, you know, let up on this. And it turns out. Okay, and believe it or not, if, if it did, uh, my kid would be in school. You know what? I'm really sorry. I love him, but I want to be a vampire, you know? So, uh, no, it's, it's not. So, yeah. Oh, God, people are so weird. But anyway, I digress a lot. You're used to it. So. <laughs> well, first of all, I just really want to say thank you so much, Deborah, for um, getting together with us for this interview. I have to say, this is the funniest interview. Well, considering, you know, we've only done the one, two. I had to make sure that I didn't like laugh or talk or comment over you because we're on the same track and I didn't want to mess up the recording. So I like lots of times I was like muting and laughing over here. So my family all thinks I'm crazy now. But uh, well, you are. <laughs> but we really appreciate you being on the show. So if people yes. are interested, how can they get a hold of you? Oh my goodness. Well, um, I mean, I'm on Facebook all the time and, uh, but let's see, uh, geez, because I'm, because I'm working on that novel, I have a Facebook page for my writer self. Um, Yay. and it's just, yeah, I know. Right. Um, so it's just Deborah, the good old fashioned spelling, um, D E B R I H Marcus with a K cause that's special, um, comma writer. And the picture of me, whenever there's a picture of me on Facebook, it's with a reptile of some kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that? I know, right? It's like a recurring literary theme. It's the one thing I'm not allergic to, okay? So, in terms of animals. Um, so, yeah, so it's like Deborah Marcus Writer um, on Facebook, and I love when people hang out with me there. And actually, uh, somebody... Um, uh, started like you know like basically you like it and then you see all these wonderful things I have to say about you know about writing and all that um it, she found me because she found one of my chocolate recipes from years ago and she had held on to it and I guess she just like happened to be on Facebook and was like oh I wonder if that chocolate pudding lady is on there and it's like oh it's her you know so so my Facebook page is great and also I love getting email and I'm I'm trying to be better at, at replying to it um, but it's uh, it's just deborah again d-e-b-o-r-a-h at to the number two d as in um deborah s as in sam uh dot org okay because i'm apparently a charity no we actually we my husband's name is dominic so we were the two d's and we were two d's.com and then like I think some dentists wanted to buy it, so we decided to become an org. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, so if you're feeling charitable, you know, or, uh, yeah, so definitely just, you know, and also, um, the magazine does still have a Facebook page. So, oh, yes. and I, I try and check it more often because Facebook has been a little bit spotty about shooting it right into my email. Um, but so, you know, the Secular Homeschooling Magazine, <laughs> I can't imagine there's more than one on Facebook. So, <laughs> Um, so that's, you can find me there as well. And, uh, and the bitter homeschooler is the blog again. There's one. Okay. So yeah. Um, so that's me. <laughs> awesome. And I'll get those links added to our show notes. So yes. if anybody would like to contact you, that'd be the easy place for them to find it. Cool. Yeah. So once again, thank you so much, Deborah. We really appreciate you being here with us today. Yes. Thank thanks. you so much. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks for it's having me. a lot of fun. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> All right. Awesome.
Well, we hope you enjoyed our interview with Deborah Marcus. I know that we really enjoyed doing it. Yeah. I can't imagine how much um, maniacal laughter that Tina had to edit out of that to make it, <laughs> to make it suitable for you guys to listen to. But I do have to say that, that we had a great time with that. And if there's anybody out there that you guys would like us to interview, um, please let us know. Drop us a line at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com or on Facebook or anywhere else that you can get a hold of us. Let us know, and we will do our best to make that happen. Yep. So I think that's everything for today. I think so. If you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about us. You can follow us on Twitter at SavvyHomeschool.com. On Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Savvy Homeschool Moms. On Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash Savvy Homeschool. And on Instagram, we are Savvy Homeschool Moms. To leave us a voicemail message with your questions or comments, or to let us know that you want to be on the show, it's <laughs> call 559-426-6670 or drop us an email at moms at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. For links to resources shared in this episode and to view notes on all of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. You can also find Becky on the web at BeckyTatro.com and I can be found at HomeschoolRealm.com. And the links for those are also on the Savvy Homeschool Moms website on our About pages. Well, goodbye, everybody. Have a great week and come back and take a break with us again next time. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. Now, don't ask me any more superfluous questions. Do you understand? Do you know what superfluous means? (laughs) I was hoping it would be a confusing enough word that he would just assume it meant all questions. (laughs) And, you know, that's a good way to learn, to get your children's vocabulary up. Words they don't understand. (laughs) I'm I'm trying really hard not to cuss is the problem. (laughs) Pat is throbbing and he keeps getting over here right next to me and like, me, 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 me.